When it comes to running my business over the last few years, I've developed five rules that I live and die by. And today I wanted to share them with you. But first, I want to preface this episode by saying that these are the rules that I personally have for myself as a business owner. I am not saying that these rules need to be your rules. I am merely sharing what I use to guide myself and my business. And if you want to take inspiration from these, be my guest. But if you have different opinions, I respect that as well. And now that we're clear on that, I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, and you're listening to episode 110 of the Chasing Simple podcast. Let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? You've got content to create, not a lot of time. There's a grocery list to be made, a load of laundry to move through, emails to be answered, and you want to try and somehow squeeze in some time to work on that secret project. You know, the one that's going to really move the needle in your business. But you can't think of a single thing to say to your audience right now. So what's the move? Do you continue to stare at your screen, hoping and praying that some idea will magically come to you? Or do you go Google what's going on today? Maybe it's National Write-A-Thank-You Card Day or something, and you could probably post about that, right? What if I told you that I had a better way? That I could help you stop wasting time not knowing what to post, and I could help you ensure that what you were posting would actually mean something for your audience. And not only for your social media, but for all of your content, blog posts, podcast episodes, YouTube videos, email newsletters, social media. I've got something for you that will cover it all for an entire year. And you can grab it for yourself for just $37. It sounds too good to be true, I know, but it's not. I've carefully crafted an entire year of content props for the business owner that needs a little help but doesn't want to put fluff out to her audience. One of the biggest struggles I hear from my students is that they just don't know what to say sometimes. So, I wanted to create an affordable way to nip that in the bud. If you want to keep the content flowing so that you can show up consistently for your audience in a business-building way, head on over to amandawarfield.com forward slash content prompts to grab my entire year of prompts for just $37. That's less than 12 cents a prompt to make sure that you're really pouring into your audience. 
So head on over and grab those prompts. And again, that link is amandawarfield.com forward slash content prompts and start simplifying your content creation today. I want to start this off by clarifying what it is that I mean by rules. Now, I am an Enneagram one, which if you know anything about the Enneagram, ones live and die and thrive by rules. That is no different. That is me to a T. You might have heard other people talk about, or even me possibly, talk about core values in your business. And while that is similar, it's important to know what your core values are. When I say rules, these rules are different from my core values of my businesses. You'll definitely see some overlap, right? Because of course your core values should be threaded into every aspect of your business by nature of core values, but these are different. If you'd like to hear more about what my core values are for my businesses, let me know and I can do an episode on that for sure. I think that would be fun. But these rules are more so guidelines that I use as boundaries for myself and my business and also as encouragement for myself when I need to keep things in check, whether that is a boundary that I need to keep in check or it is a mindset issue that I need to keep in check. You'll understand a little bit more as I tell you what the rules are, but that's kind of what this is. They're not really my core values, although I could see people saying that their core values are their rules in business and that would absolutely make sense as well, but these are just a little bit different. So the first of my rules is just ask. The worst that they can say is no. And this is something that has honestly, by abiding by this rule, it has brought me so many opportunities. Frankly, almost every opportunity that I have gotten, whether that's being on a podcast or speaking on a stage or collaboration that I have done, almost every single one of them and that's a lie. I'm going to say every single one of them has come because I just asked even when it was hard and scary. Because even the ones where someone reached out to me first, the only reason they thought to reach out to me is because I've been visible in other areas of my business because I wasn't scared to ask. I could not tell you how many different podcast pitches that I have sent out over the years. I could not tell you. Hundreds. And I've been on a small fraction of those. And so often we hold ourselves back in business because we're scared of that no. We're scared of the rejection. And the best thing that I have done, one of the best things I've done for myself as a business owner is put up a barrier where it doesn't matter. The rejection doesn't matter because it's not personal. It's strictly business. When I send a podcast pitch to someone, they're either going to say yes they're going to ignore me or they're going to say no. But if they ignore me or say no, it's not necessarily because of me. It's because whatever it is that I'm pitching, whatever it is that my topic I'm pitching is just doesn't fit with their audience or their lineup. Or they just are like me. Often people send me pitches all the time and I have to tell them no because I just simply don't have the space. And it's not about them. It's about my time. And I only have so many podcast episodes that I can put out each year, right? So Just asking and not being afraid of the no has been a rule that I have lived and died by in my business. And this isn't just in situations where I'm 
pitching to podcast or speaking or any of that stuff. This can also apply to if you're thinking about putting a new offer out there. If there is a topic you think you might want to start talking about, put out feelers in your audience. Throw out the email and ask, is this something that you could see being beneficial? Is this something you would like to hear more about? Putting up a story, an Instagram post, a TikTok, whatever the case may be, just ask. The worst that can happen is your audience says no. If you don't ask, you'll never know whether it's the right move or not though. So this is a rule that I live and die by in my business because it keeps my mindset from getting in the way and from stopping myself. It isn't a matter of, am I good enough to speak on the stage? It's a matter of, do they think that I fit? It isn't a matter of, is this an offer that I can actually put out there? It's a matter of, does my audience want this from me? It's not about me. It's about how I can serve others. And the only way I know is if I ask. Now, the second rule that I have is don't spend more money than you have. And I'm going to be honest, I have broken this rule and that has only caused stress and overwhelm in my life. If you listened to episode 108, two episodes ago, where I am sharing about my business journey, I shared a little bit about in year four of business, I got to a place where I was not sleeping, I was not eating, I was stressed for about a month and a half straight because of my business finances. And I was terrified that I was going to have to use our personal savings, our personal finances to fund and float the business. And it ended up not happening. Who came close? It came real, real close, honestly. And it wouldn't have been the end of the world. There was definitely a lot of, what's the word? I was putting pressure on myself. I'll say that. I was putting pressure on myself to not have to do that because it made me feel like I would be a failure if that was the case, which is not the case. Stuff happens. But I had made poor choices financially because I spent more money than I had in the business accounts. And it put me in a really not fun predicament where I was stressed. Am I going to make ends meet this month? Is the money that's in the account and the money that's coming in going to be enough for all of the expenses? That is not a fun place to be in. Business felt much more fun when that was not a stress of mine. It feels more fun now that it's not a stress of mine. This is a rule that I broke. I had it. I broke it. I will not break it again because I enjoy my business so much more if I am spending from a place where I know I have the means. I know that this is a very controversial topic. Not everyone agrees with this, but for me personally, this is a rule that in my business just makes the most sense for me. I am not, I know there are a lot of business experts out there that'll say you have to spend money to make money. You grow by investing back in your business. And I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying that that mindset doesn't work for me personally, but I'm also not striving to make seven, eight figures. That'd be great. If I get there one day, that would be cool, right? But I want to run a business that supports the life I want to live. I want to run a business that allows me to take a ton of time off and to just spend time with my husband and travel and go on vacation. I want a business that supports my life. Just like a lot of people want a nine to five that supports the life they live outside of their nine to five. 
I want to help others. I want to serve others. <laughs> One of my core values is a servant-hearted approach because I really do want to help other entrepreneurs, other women business owners, women identifying business owners. I want to help them build the business of their dreams. But the business of my dreams is just to serve others really well, to make a decent income doing it, and to be able to work for myself. And I'm happy if that's what I'm able to do. So for me, that was a very long explanation. Just because these are my rules does not mean that they need to be your rules. But this is a rule that I will not break for myself again, because business is more fun when I'm not stressed about finances. My third rule is that if you don't put the real work in, you aren't going anywhere. Now, by real work, what I mean by that is intentional, strategic work versus busy work. I absolutely 100% do not encourage anyone to let the administrative tasks slide in their business because if you're on top of things like keeping your computer files organized and on top of your inbox and keeping up with whatever the tasks are that you have for your own administrative category. If you're on top of those, you're going to feel better as a business owner. You're not going to feel as overwhelmed, but understanding what you need to do to move the needle is incredibly important so that you can spend the precious time you have working, putting in the work that's going to move the needle. I spent at least the first year of business putting in busy work, writing blog posts, making new editorial calendars, doing research that led nowhere, going on, on and on and on. I put in a lot of busy work for the first, honestly, probably couple of years in business that didn't really move the needle. And there is a time and place, especially at those beginning few years, right, where sometimes you don't know what the next best step is and you are just kind of throwing spaghetti in the wall. And I'm not discounting that. That is an important part of your business journey. But there also becomes a time and place where if you're not putting real work in, you might could just step away from the office. And that is something that I have to remind myself of constantly because I like to check all the things off my to-do list, but often there are things on my to-do list that could be put off or that actually don't matter. And they're not going to move the needle for me in my business. And another part to that, I think, is that we can get so caught up in making sure we're marketing our business and serving our clients that we don't actually do the things that we need to for our business. We're not actually taking steps forward. I see this a lot with some of my clients. They're so busy serving their people, which is important, which is very important. And they're so busy trying to get marketing out to get more people that they're not able to work on the back end to clean up their workflows, to make a better client experience, to create that course that they're wanting to create. These are the kind of things I'm talking about when I say real work, the things that are going to transform your business and take it to the next step. But on the flip side of that, rule number four is that hustle isn't the only way to succeed. And I really have to marry the two of these in order to find that balance within my business. I need to make sure I'm putting in real work. I'm moving myself towards my goals that I have. But I also need to make sure that I am not rushing through life and rushing through business and not enjoying the moment and just trying to hustle, 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 hustle. I think there's a time and place for hustle. I don't think hustle is necessarily the dirty word that 
We believe it is in this business space, but I also think that there is, there's a lot to slowing down and doing what you can and being okay. Here's the real key thing for me, for myself is being okay with what I truly have the ability to get on, get done in any given amount of time. That for me is the, the biggest trap with trying to hustle is that I put too much on my to-do list for what is logical, what I can actually, what is achievable in any given amount of time. And then I end up in the hustle mindset because I haven't given myself enough time to do that. So when you marry these two together, number three, if you don't put the real work in, you aren't going anywhere. And number four, hustle isn't the only way to succeed. When I'm doing that well, it looks like I have this amount of time to work on this. This is the project that I'm working on. And I'm going to take as many steps forward on this project as I can. And then I'm going to feel accomplished and happy. So in practical, actionable terms, Wednesdays is my day to work on projects for my Disney business, my travel agency, right? Tuesdays is my day to work on projects for this business, And on those project days, if I am marrying the two of these well, I give myself one task list. This is what, this is the project I'm working on right now. I only have one project at a time. That's the goal. Let's say, so right now, one of the things I'm working on as this airs, I don't know where I'll be with this, but as I'm recording this, one of the things I am thinking about implementing and working on next for Magical Escape Vacations is a shop. So people who don't want to work with a travel agent, they want to do it themselves, something that gives them tools to plan their own vacations. When I get to Wednesday in an ideal world, when I'm I'm marrying these two rules together well, that would look like, okay, here's my, my project Trello card is for the shop. And then here are all the things I still need to do for the shop. I'm going to start with the first one. I'm going to work on it until it's done or until I run out of time. And then I'm going to put that project away until next Wednesday. In an ideal world, that's how that works for me. Again, these are rules that I am constantly having to remind myself of, boundaries that I am putting in place for myself. But that's how that works in an ideal world for me. I am working, I'm moving the needle, I'm putting that work in, working on my business and not just in it, but I'm also saying, okay, I got done what I could in this time period, and now I'm putting it away until this time period opens up again next week. And then my fifth and final rule is that people are the priority. In everything that I do, like I said, my most deep core value with these businesses is to have a servant-hearted approach. I talked about this a bit in rule number two, so I'm not going to go on and on about it, but I'm here because I wanted to work for myself and I wanted to take all of the gifts that I have and use them to serve others well. I really love teaching. I really enjoyed teaching preschool, but I knew that I could take my teaching skills and do something even more with them. And now I've gotten to this place of being so passionate for helping other business owners simplify their business so that they can live their life. And so rule number five is people are the priority in everything that I do. My clients are the priority. My students are the priority. When I'm working on marketing, my audience is the priority. In everything I do, the focus is how can I serve my people well? 
So those are my five rules. I'm going to run through them again. The first is just ask. The worst that they can say is no. The second is don't spend more money than you have. The third is if you don't put the real work in, you aren't going anywhere. The fourth is hustle isn't the only way to succeed. And the fifth is people are the priority. Like I said previously, just because these are my rules does not mean they need to be your rules as well. So your action step this week is to make some space, take some time in your week this week and sit down and think about what rules you have for running your own business. What are your rules for running your business by? And once you have those, shoot me a DM and share. I would love to hear them. And this week's book recommendation is People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. I'm really good at explaining these every week. It's a meet cute, but they've already met because it was a friendship and then they were no longer friends and they're trying to rekindle their friendship. It's really, really cute though. It's a great fiction read. If you are putting books on hold for the summer, this is one definitely to put on hold. It is a incredible summer read. I highly recommend it. So that's People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. As always, I will have that linked in the show notes. And don't forget to shoot me that DM. Let me know what rules you have for running your own business. And until next time, I hope that you go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.